This is an NC Baptist resource. For more, visit ncbaptist.org. Welcome to the NC Baptist Podcast, the podcast designed to engage with ministry leaders around topics that will explore approaches and resources to help us be on mission together. It's because of your generosity that this resource is available. Learn more at ncbaptist.org slash give or contact us at communications at ncbaptist.org. We're recording this podcast live on site at the NC Baptist annual meeting in Greensboro. And we are currently in the On Mission Together exhibit hall where messengers and visitors are connecting with all sorts of various ministries. Today, I'm talking with my good friend, Harry Nelson, who is the president-elect of Provision Financial Resources of North Carolina Baptist, previously known as the North Carolina Baptist Foundation. Harry, I'm thrilled that you're here. Would you please take just a moment and tell us about yourself? Tell us who you are and about your family and background. Well, thanks for having me, Seth. It's really great to be here. Um, So I started with Provision Financial Resources, uh, formerly known as the North Carolina Baptist Foundation back at the 1st of June. Uh, My career has really been spent in the financial and and investment world. I've married for 32 years. We have eight children. Uh, We live in Wake Forest now and attend Faith Baptist Church uh, in Youngsville. Prior to that, we lived in the Charlotte area and attended Hickory Grove Baptist Church. So yeah, we're, we're really thrilled. Our family's enjoying uh, being in Wake Forest and really enjoying the time uh, with the foundation now provision. Wonderful. Well, it's undeniable that North Carolina Baptist churches are generous churches. That much is clear to me. Their generosity fuels ministries that have kingdom impact, both here in North Carolina and around the world. I would like to discuss what faithfulness looks like with our finances and how Christians can think about their resources in some biblical and missional categories. But first, I just have to ask this burning question, okay? I keep hearing that you're a runner, and not just any runner, but the kind that likes to do crazy things like run the Grand Canyon rim to rim. So I would love to know what on earth possesses a person to do something like that. Well, I've always enjoyed running just as a, a recreational activity, starting really going back to high school. But the, the sort of extreme running, if you will, began when my former pastor, Clint Presley at Hickory Grove, uh, asked me one day if I would be interested in doing this long marathon. And it wasn't just any long marathon. He said, it's out at White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico. What? And uh, so it's tw- you know 26 miles. Oh, and by the way, you have to wear a pack too. So it's a 40 pound <laughs> pack you have to wear and I thought well well that actually sounds fun so uh, so we did that and that was the first of several trips I've taken with a, a small group of folks from Hickory Grove but but yes uh, since then we've had several trips to the Grand Canyon and one way is 23 miles and several of us um, turn around and, and run back the other way so it's a total of a 46 well, mile trip the next podcast we'll talk about your definition <laughs> of fun so you're the new president at Provision, uh, but many of our listeners will remember the organization as a North Carolina Baptist Foundation. Tell us a little bit about the new branding and what that represents for you guys. Sure. Well, the North Carolina Baptist Foundation, as many of you know, started in 1920. So it's an organization with a very proud uh, history and strong legacy of serving North Carolina Baptists in the area of financial stewardship and generosity. Uh, when I began uh, the, the role here, I, my, one of my first meetings was with, with, with Clay Worf, our retiring president, and he and I began to think about and just vision what was the future like for now provision. 
religion. And one of the things that we began to think about was the, the name itself. So North Carolina Baptist Foundation had served us well, but he and I both agreed uh, at our first conversation, actually, that the foundation didn't really quite capture all that our organization uh, did and how we could serve North Carolina Baptists. So we began sort of thinking through things and we got with our team and provision is a name that's drawn from Genesis 22, where we learn uh, that, that God is the God who provides, Jehovah Jireh, and we, in that story, of course, we know uh, Abraham uh, provides a, a, a substitute sacrifice for Isaac in the, in the form of the ram in the thicket. And that's, if you look at our logo, it's a sort of a representation of a ram's horn. And so just that, that story was uh, uh, meaningful to us and uh, inspiring to us and, and really led to the development of uh, provision as a name, new name for the foundation. Wonderful. Well, all the new branding looks fantastic. Uh, so let's get down to business. Money uh, is a forbidden topic in some circles, uh, especially some Christian circles. Other times it's just simply ignored, but the Bible talks about it often. Uh, sometimes we hear terms like stewardship and generosity thrown around when they're discussed. Uh, talk to us about what we mean by those terms and how they might be different. Sure. Well, I would say first, generosity is a term that we use quite frequently, but I would, I would say that's a small component of the larger notion of stewardship. So stewardship in its very sort of secular definition is managing something, some resource on behalf of somebody else. So where there's an agent uh, or a steward uh, managing resources, some level, whether it's time, talent, financial resources on behalf of some owner. And then so biblical stewardship, particularly biblical financial stewardship, is the idea that we are managing financial resources on behalf of God. And so then as a result, we have to do that in, in the, with the same character, aims, and goals of, our, of the owner of those resources. So we think about the character, we think about God's character, and so we should manage those resources in line with the character of God. So we know that God is generous, we know that God is loving, we know that God loves people, all people. And so as we think about uh, stewarding financial resources, that obviously should just drive at a heart level kind of how we think about um, uh, financial resources. We shouldn't, we shouldn't hold on to them tightly. Uh, rather than, you know, rather we should reflect God's character and hold on to them loosely and be very giving uh, to, uh, to, you know, to people. And even down to specific sort of goals and aims. So God doesn't just reflect his character in scripture about money, but he gives us specific ideas and specific commands about money. And so, uh, you know, there's the broad idea of a, a cheerful giver, for example, we learned about in 2 Corinthians 9. And so we should have that same heart, a cheerful giver, one who gives uh, freely, willingly, and cheerfully. Uh, and then we think about more particular topics around tithing, for example, the idea that we're managing these steward, we're stewarding these resources on behalf of God can really help inform even our theological understanding of what, what actually tithing is and should be and what, what our heart should be uh, in that activity. Mm, very good. So I've heard you cast a vision for something that you call redemptive investing. I'll be honest, I think you make a compelling case for how that can be both biblically faithful, a missionally effective way of stewarding our resources. 
But there may be some who are new to this topic. Maybe that's a new term they've never heard before. Tell us what you mean by redemptive investing. Sure. Well, going back to stewardship, stewardship really has two components to it. One is the idea of management. So when, when, when financial resources are under our direct influence, and then the, the second component is generosity or, or as we are giving them or, or uh, sending them on to, to someone else's influence. So the first part, management, has to do with two things. Now, the church is historically, when we think about managing financial resources, generally all of our teaching practically has been around budgeting, uh, wise spending, uh, wise use of debt, and that's, that's a right thing. That's, um, that's a good thing to, to focus on. One of the areas, however, that we, I would say is a blind spot in, in the area of the church, is around investing. So uh, regardless of whether you are have very little or have a whole lot, generally people, even with little, have a retirement account or some area of, of assets or money that they are investing. And historically, uh, I'll just say that the Christian teaching has been, uh, let, let's let's make as much as we can to give as much as we can. Still, the, the emphasis is on generosity. And so then the investing has sort of been a blind spot where we think of it as almost a goose that lays a golden egg. This is complicated area. But in fact, um, just as we, we talk about the broader notion of stewardship where God owns it all, uh, God requires of us uh, to, to think about his resources in the same sort of character, aims, and goals that he does. When we have capital under our influence, we should think about that as well. So when we are investing uh, into a company or some endeavor that we hope flourishes, we need to think about what is that endeavor that we hope flourishes. And it's not just a pie chart or a fund that's XYZ that we need to think about actually where is that capital going? Because we would read, for example, in Proverbs 1 that we're actually held to account. And we, we find there, biblically, there is this notion of sort of good profit and bad profit. We find that elsewhere in scripture, but certainly in Proverbs 1 where, where the wise son is encouraged to profit, you know, serving well needs the needs of others. And so, so we, we, we understand more about God's character even in investing uh, in that passage and others. And so as we look at uh, whether it's our retirement account, whether it's our church's uh, ministries, our church's funds, ministries funds, that, that we need to think about those funds and to say, okay, how would God uh, if he were to look in on the, you know, on this uh, ba- uh, balance sheet, if he were looking on this investment statement, would he be pleased with the endeavors that we have put this capital toward? And in, in some cases, uh, I would say in most cases, the church and, and church members uh, probably have no idea. And that's, that's common. And there's, there's reason for that. The, the system that we have in America, our financial system can be complicated with mutual funds and accounts and so forth, and that's understandable, but, but it, it doesn't take away from our responsibility to sort of know what we're investing in and have an idea. And we can, just like any other endeavor, we can find trusted uh, partners to help us do that well. Uh, but, but I would say the idea of redemptive investing is to look at that sort of uh, area of uh, financial stewardship that I'd say has been a blind spot for the church and say, how can we allocate capital toward the two things that God cares about. Uh, well, more, but, but, but you know, we think about the cultural mandate. He wants us to do good. Uh, we think about uh, the great commandment. He wants us to love our neighbors. So when we're investing, are the companies that we're investing in sort of reflecting that? And then of course, the great commission where we're interested in the advancement of the gospel. And so when we're investing, we're in, you know, putting assets towards some endeavor. And if those endeavors flourish in, in line with those sort of scriptural mandates, then that, that is sort of the redemptive taking part in God's redemptive history. Mm, amen, amen. So given everything you just said about redemptive investing, 
What are some practical ways that provision can help churches manage their resources and then ultimately live on mission together? The first way I would say is what we're equipped to do very well is partner with churches, love to have conversations with pastors and churches, executive pastors, about how we can equip both their own organizations uh, in in the form of their committees and so forth, but also their church members to teach them wise financial stewardship. We've got a number of resources. We've got a website that's coming uh, live very soon. We have a number of free resources, both for uh, churches as institutions and also for church members in the area of stewardship education. So stewardship education is the first area I would say. Uh, Secondly, uh, at Provision, we have a number of uh, trust funds that we are able to do a lot of what I just mentioned on behalf of churches and church members in the form of fund management agreements, uh, endowments and trusts, and so forth. So that's that's number three. And then finally, we help churches come alongside them in a number of ways as they're trying to uh, grow themselves and thinking about wise use of financial resources. So for example, we have a church loan program where we partner with churches as they're looking to expand maybe a new building facility or renovation and, and partner with them in that way. Also, so ministry grants as well that we are just each year we grant funds to various ministries for them to continue uh, their mission that God has called them to. Amen. Well, Harry, we're very grateful that the Lord has placed you uh, in this new leadership position with Provision. I'm thankful that you would be here with us today uh, to talk to us on the podcast. To learn more about the services offered by Provision Financial Resources, visit provision.org and please go follow Provision on social media. North Carolina Baptist. We thank you for your faithful giving. We are fueled by churches and for churches. You can listen to more NC Baptist podcasts just like this one at ncbaptist.org slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today. Because of your generosity to NC Baptist, this podcast, along with other helpful resources, are made available for you. Learn more by visiting ncbaptist.org slash give.